Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Hey, the wind keeps blowing at my campfire. What the heck? I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. Yeah, we're bl- getting blown around like Dorothy <laughs> in the Wizard of <laughs> like Oz Dorothy or something Wizard like that. Yeah. Thank goodness it's not actually that intense. We did that when we had those tornado warnings in Chicago area. Yeah. It's not that bad, but man, it's pretty windy here. Yeah. And here we are coming to you from an RV park that we had interviewed in the past. Enchanted Trails RV Park in New Mexico. That's right. In Albuquerque, New Mexico. We passed through here a few months ago. We liked it so much that we spoke to the owner, Vicki, and interviewed her. And you can find that on our webpage of campgrounds. And we couldn't wait to come back. So as soon as Balloon Fiesta was over and she had an actual space, we moved in for a little while. Yep, here we are. We're going to be here for a week, and it's pretty terrific. And we're camping with some friends, so that's terrific, too. Yes, indeed. So we've got to do a bunch of exciting things this week, including Balloon Fiesta. We'll talk about that pretty much in every bit of topic as we go (laughs) through the episode today, because everything kind of goes back to the Balloon Fiesta. One of the great things is that we met Mark and Julie Bennett from RV Love. Yes, who we've had on the podcast a few episodes ago. Right. And they talked about what it takes to write a book as an RVer. Yes, so they have written two books. The most recent one was RV Hacks, 400 Hacks. And I've been reading through that. And I I got my book signed by Mark and Julie, so I was very happy about that. And also they released this week a a video showing that they burned down an RV. Uh, yeah, they lit an RV on fire. And now they didn't just do this for fun. Right, it wasn't like they're just walking around with a blowtorch and like, let's <laughs> light that. Right, they did it to show about fire safety and how an RV burns and how quickly an RV burns. So it's it's educational and pretty darn fascinating. Yeah, and RV fires are something not to take for granted. And We have some really good episodes with Todd Mullane, who is a retired fire captain, and I'll put links to those in the show notes. But RV fires are not something to be taken lightly, and I think Mark and Julie did a great job telling a story with this video, and so we'll put a link to that in the show notes. And the show notes are always there on Stressless Camping. Each episode has its own page. This is episode number 120. Yep. Which means we've been doing this for more than two years. Crazy. Yes, indeed. And I just wanted to say that this week I saw... A post on Facebook. That's how I start this every week, right? I saw a post on Facebook and someone said that they got stuck on the side of the highway for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. They had a travel trailer and their vehicle broke down and 
this I want this to be a reminder to you that whether whatever roadside assistance you have, if you are through Good Sam or FMCA or AAA, whatever it is, make sure that you have the right kind of coverage so that if you have a breakdown, they will take off the side of the road both your motorized part of your vehicle and your towed travel trailer or fifth wheel or your little small car that you're towing along behind. Both vehicles, if you have two two things with wheels, make sure that your roadside assistance covers both of those. And the other thing that I want to remind people is just because you have that coverage, which is very important, doesn't guarantee it's not really FMCA's fault or Good Sam's fault if you have to wait a long time for a tow truck because they don't have their own tow trucks of course they contract with all local tow providers and so they will help you get a tow truck to your site but they aren't the ones actually out there it's not an FMCA employee that runs out there and grabs a tow truck and comes out to your rescue right all of the agencies good sam FMCA AAA all of that basically contract with local towing companies and they do their best to find people but let's face it in some places they're either swamped when there's a huge influx of people or they're just having trouble finding people or, you know, in the middle of nowhere, wherever, there just aren't that many big rig tow trucks that can haul a fifth wheel or whatever right, it happens right. to be. Do your research carefully. Peggy did a good article about researching the different RV organizations. But I will say, having sat through a workshop on this and listened to the gentleman who runs the FMCA's roadside assistance by far in my opinion it's the best one out there yeah and we'll put a link to the fmca too sure, but it yeah. is a really good it's as good as a roadside assistance program for our viewers can get how's that okay and but again i just the main thing is i want to remind you and caution you that if you have some kind of roadside assistance for your pickup let's say and you don't have something that will take your travel trailer off the side of the road then your travel trailer gets left on the side of the road yeah and we know somebody who had their travel trailer stripped mm -hmm. on the side of the road it's it was sad well i don't remember which towing service they had but they took the pickup just fine and they came back and people had just stripped that trailer and it's it's sad yeah and it was a nice vintage trailer too so there you go so there you go. That was just a reminder. And then another reminder is that it is open enrollment season for yeah. health insurance. Indeed. We spoke last year in episode 68. We spoke to Colleen Elkins from RVinsurance.com. I'm sorry, RVerInsurance.com. And we were able to speak with Luann Hoagland and Patrick Buchanan this week at the Balloon Fiesta. And we got a little update of things that are a little bit different for 2022. And so we wanted to share that with you. Here we go, live from the field at Balloon Fiesta with Luann and Patrick. Everybody seems to be talking about lithium batteries for their RVs. Of course, they charge faster, last longer, weigh less, and require zero maintenance. Plus, you don't have to replace them every few years. We love Lion Energy's safe lithium batteries, and with their limited lifetime warranty, 
They're the last batteries you'll have to buy for your RV. Of course, we have a discount for you on our Discounts and Deals page. And you can learn more about why lithium is the way to go. You all might remember that episode 68 last year during medical insurance open enrollment, we spoke to Colleen Elkins. And she is with RVerInsurance.com. And today, while we're here at the beautiful Balloon Fiesta in Albuquerque, we got a chance to catch up with Luann Hoagland, and she works with Colleen. And Luann's going to give us some updates to what you need to know. What we want you to do is go listen to episode 68 so that you have that basic information. And then you can learn about some updates, some things that are a little bit different now from Luann. Yes. Luann, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us. Thank you for inviting me to talk with you. We talked last year about people who need RVer in, are, who need insurance who are full-time RVers and how those things are a little bit different from people maybe that just are stationary in a sticks and bricks. And so do, is there anything or what are the things that are new for 2022 that people need to know that maybe weren't the case when we spoke to Colleen last year? Well, as RVers, um, you may not be aware that the Affordable Care Act or the ACA health plan does not travel for anyone very well. For those of you who already knew that, thank you for letting me repeat myself. (laughs) Since 2017, RV Insurance Benefits has been working with an outstanding insurance plan that has helped us take the stress out of the words health insurance by bringing us a health plan that's compatible and affordable and it's portable. For the 2022 health plan year, open enrollment is just weeks away, which will begin on November 1st, 2021 through December 15th. For RVers who qualify for a tax credit, it is hard to turn down benefits that are really inexpensive and better yet practically free. However, free health insurance can cause a lot of stress when you are playing pickleball in the state of Washington (laughs) and your health plan only works in maybe the state of Texas. The Affordable Care Act plans, they basically pay for anything that they deem as an emergency. Otherwise, you would have to go back to your domicile state to have any kind of major things taken care of. Right. But but if you know they do have subsidies and a lot of people are interested in subsidies. So what if you had an ACA subsidized HMO or a health maintenance organization plan could affordably couple with a PPO health plan that would travel with you and help you cover possibly the out-of-pocket maximum of $8,550 that you would need to spend before your Affordable Care Act plan would pay. Right. And begin providing benefits. What if you could keep your ACA card in your wallet and visit any urgent care or any provider that you wanted and get care affordably and you have free teledoc benefits that are included with a PPO or a preferred provider plan? So affordable and portable. Correct. And with RVers, that's the big thing that's important is the affordability, the portability, that we have something that travels wherever we go. Yeah. RV Insurance Benefits is here to tell you that as a full-time RVer, you can affordably travel with peace of mind. We're excited to share our new plan designs with you for the 2022 plan. If you're already insured through RV Insurance Benefits, make sure you check in with your agent to see what new options there are available that can fit what you have already. Right. And if you do not currently have health insurance that 
for RVers, please go to www.rverinsurance.com and request more information. A couple other things. We have Medicare Advantage and Part D annual election period coming October 15th through December 7th. So that's a different time period than regular open enrollment. Correct. That's for over 65. So basically what happens for Medicare Advantage and Part D, you have a certain amount of time that you have to enroll, just like with the Affordable Care Act Mm -hmm. for a January 1 effective date. So basically, for a Part D, if any of you have a Part D, you need to make sure you're checking your annual notice of change because sometimes they change the formulary, sometimes they change the tier, and you don't want to get to January 1 and realize that the plan that you're on for your prescription drugs for a Part D are not covered because then you're married to that plan until the following year when you have the October 15th through December 7th to re-enroll for the following year. It's very important. It's like paying your taxes. You need to make sure. A lot of times people throw that paper that they get in the mail in the trash or leave it on the counter and never open it. But it's very important that you open that and make sure your prescriptions are covered. Great. All right. So you gave us the website and we will, of course, as always, put that in the show notes. Luann, anything else that we should know or... I mean, I think you did a really good job of covering it. And again, we'll remind everyone to go back and listen to when we talk to Colleen, because things that things that Luann just said are, are kind of new and updated and a little bit different from what was true a year ago. The only difference with the open enrollment this year, it's normally November 1st through December 15th. President Biden has allowed it to go to January 15th instead this year. Oh, so okay. it's got an extra month that you have to enroll in an Affordable Care Act plan. So we can wait till the last minute. No, no, no. Don't wait till the last minute. (laughs) Our PPO, you can enroll anytime. There are no specific dates you have to be enrolled by. Okay. So that's pretty important as well. Right. Great. Thank you so much for giving us this update. You're welcome. Thank you. I don't want to underestimate the fact that if you think you have health insurance, let's say you're from Washington and you're traveling and you're in Louisiana and something bad happens, you may have coverage for a portion of whatever happened, but they may, like like you said, let's say you have a broken ankle and you need to have pins put in. They may say, well, okay, we'll patch you up here, but then you have to go home to have the rest of that done or you're just not covered. So your plans cover We Are Veers nationwide and it's, uh, it's something we've we found out about last year, we're very happy about, and there have been some updates, so we've really been happy that we, we're here on the, literally on the balloon taking off field yep. <laughs> and caught up with you. Yes. It's been a pleasure spending time with both you and uh, Tony and you, Peggy, both, Did and it. meeting you. Thank I hear you. different names, and um, it's always nice to meet somebody in person. Right. And we thought we had... Patrick to give us a couple words but he's coming back he's 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 running back and forth here he comes all right (laughs) here comes Patrick yay all right and we have Patrick from RV Life who we've had before and now we actually get to shake his hand and see him in person that's right awesome and RV Life was the sponsor of the balloon fiesta and that's how we weaseled our way in is you know (laughs) knowing Patrick and everybody so anyway Patrick Welcome back. 
Thank you. It's uh, great to be back and uh, great to see you guys in the flesh. I had a good time this week. You know, with regard to the, the health insurance, I don't really have anything to add that Luann hasn't already covered. But remember to go to a website where people that are real RVers that know how to provide health insurance. And so rvrinsurance.com, it's also often known as the RVR Insurance Exchange, but we really kind of just roll with rvrinsurance.com. The quote you request or the, the policy information you request there goes to real RVers that understand the health insurance that you need. If you just fill out some random forms on your uh, typical health insurance websites, they don't have a clue. You, you put your domicile address on there and roll with it, and then something happens. They go, wait a minute, you live in your RV? Yeah. What are you talking about? So, you know, fix that ahead of time. Get Luann and her team to uh, take care of you, and you should be good to go. Great. Thank you very much. So we have been at Balloon Fiesta for the past week, which is one of the highlights of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And we were invited by both RV Life and Lippert, who makes pretty much a lot of what's in your RV. <laughs> yeah. So they invited us and a bunch of content creators to come out as RV Life was the principal sponsor of Balloon Fiesta this year. So we got to spend time with just some wonderful content creators. It was very positive and very encouraging. People just really got along and we just had a blast. And while we were there, we spoke with Patrick Buchanan from RV Life because, you know, as I said, they are one of the principal sponsors of Balloon Fiesta. And we have a pretty good interview with Patrick in episode 65. Again, we will have links in the show notes. This is going to be a heavy show notes <laughs> episode, of, isn't lots it? Lots of links. And lots of great pictures of Balloon Fiesta, too. Yeah. Peggy, you you got to listen in on a few things. I did. So there were some seminars that happened during, you know, when the balloons weren't being super exciting in the middle of the day. And I got to really chat with Patrick. First, I went to, to a couple of seminars that he led, uh, you know, RVing life type, RV life type <laughs> seminars. And he holds us some exciting new updates that are coming to RV Life. So stay tuned for that. We're going to try and get Patrick back on again to talk about those updates that are coming up before the end of the year. And also, I got to sit and chat with him. And I have a very exciting announcement. Peggy, Peggy twisted some arm <laughs> is what happened. Yeah. And Patrick has given me a code that I can share with you to save 25%. When you go to RVLife.com and sign up for the app suite or the RV Life suite of apps. So RVLife.com, we'll put a link in the show notes. <laughs> and if you use the code STRESSLESS, all capital letters, STRESSLESS, you will save 25% when you sign up for the RV Life suite. Now, the thing that I think some of you may not quite realize what is the RV Life Suite and what we have been talking about all along is RV Trip Wizard mm -hmm. which is a part of that but they have other components too that are pretty terrific for RVers. RV Trip Wizard of course we use the heck out of that and that is a routing program that takes into account the size of your RV and so won't take you on those sketchy roads and all of that. Well, actually, RV Trip Wizard helps you plan kind of your overall trip. I want to go from 
California to Chicago and I want to make these stops along the way. Then the app of RV Life has the GPS that will get you there safely. Yeah, that alone is worth the price of admission. And then, like I say, all right, as Peggy said, we have a, a coupon code now, so you save a little bit of money. Yeah, can't beat that. And then the one that we haven't even really put to use very well, but it's a part of that suite, is Maintain My RV. And it's a website that you can go in and put the details about your RV, and then you can say, you know, I re siliconed the roof on this date and i checked my battery on this date all those things and you can keep track so that you have a good maintenance list of what you've done to your rv yeah so it'll help you to keep track of that and truthfully if you're going to sell the rv having you know being able to demonstrate hey look i did all this maintenance might also add to the value, make it yep. more saleable. Yep. So there's a lot to it. And we, we really dig RV life in general, but RV Trip Wizard very specifically. But the whole suite is really good. For sure. So. Yep. All right. Let's go up, up. No, I can't sing. Can't sing that. <laughs> Unless let's, you want to pay royalties. L- right. <laughs> Let us look to the skies as we attend the 2021 Albuquerque balloon fiesta we got so lucky that we were invited to join rv life and lippert to attend the albuquerque balloon fiesta and it was something i didn't know how much i wanted to see it (laughs) yeah i you know me too also it was like yeah okay someday maybe we'll get there and then we got there and i thought wow how did i not how was I not dying to see this? Right. But we learned a lot about it. It is, uh, first uh, and foremost... I should say we learned a lot about kind of how to survive it. <laughs> yeah. First and foremost, it is a giant RV event. It truly... There were... It is. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of RVs there. And truly the best way to attend the Balloon Fiesta is with an RV. Right. So we found that there is... And, and unfortunately, I don't know the details to this, but... There is a whole portion south of the part of the park where the balloons actually launch from. There's a whole section of property that basically I think all year is just empty. And it's just jam-packed with RVs, hundreds of RVs, during the balloon fiesta. Yes. And that is where, that's the best place to stay. Yeah, because you are literally within, I mean, there's shuttles. You can walk to the Balloon Fiesta depending on how lazy you are. (laughs) But the RV parking is just, I mean, you're right there. And we saw, I mean, we're sitting in front of our travel trailer and the balloons were literally landing so close. I almost got up to help guide some of them that landed in a field Literally, I mean, so close that they were looking for volunteers to help guide these balloons as they landed. And and I could have gotten up and and helped with that. It was just incredible. And not just one, but quite a few of them. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Dozens, like dozens a day, really. Well, I think they said there were something like 580 or 600 balloons this year. So that shows you the scope of this event. 
Right. So this RV parking area is com- it's completely boondocking. Yes. There was water available, which I'm going to let Tony tell you about <laughs> our fun experiment <laughs> that we did. Although they had a water delivery service and they had a honey wagon, and so you could, you know, we easily boondocked there for five days, and that's a long time for us. But we got a pump out service <laughs> one day. A honey wagon. And Tony. Tell us about how we got water. So they do have spigots there that you can use to fill a water container. So I bought several of those Camco folding water bags that when they're folded, they're almost completely flat and really, really tiny. Mm -hmm. But then you can fill them. Ours would fill with two and a half gallons of water each. So you just fill them with a hose or put them under the spigot. And then you take them back to your RV. And I bought an electric drill water pump. So basically you stick one end of a hose into whatever water vessel you have, in this case, those Camco water bags. And then you attach that hose to this electric drill water pump. And then you attach another hose to the other side of the water pump and put it in your freshwater tank. And then you use your electric drill and just and you've (laughs) got water and it pretty efficiently pumps the water. I mean, it was... Yeah, that two gallons of water was just a minute or two. If even, yeah, it was... It was quick. And so, so it was kind of fun. You know, we, <laughs> I said, oh, I'm like the pioneer women. I would take my water vessel over to the water source. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was super fun. I'll put a picture of it in the show notes. But rather than paying 30 bucks for water, I just did this. And so you can use any drinking water source yep. for this. Yep. So it was kind of fun. So one of the things that I really, really learned, though, is that you want to stay there for several days. There are days that the wind is too strong and the balloons can't launch. And sometimes they can't even. So in the morning, they inflate. And then they have a big to-do. And then the balloons go up in the air. And that only happens in the morning. Because like pretty much anywhere in the desert, afternoon, the winds always pick up. But in the evening, the balloons would get reinflated, but stay static on the lawn. And they would set all the balloons up, and then everybody would turn on the flame, the propane flame that causes the heat, you know, the hot air to make the balloons float. And so all of the balloons would glow, and it would be dusk, and you'd have all these balloons, and they were glowing with the firelight. It was really, really fun to see. But that couldn't happen every day. And it seems like, from comments I saw, it tends to get worse closer to the end of the fiesta. So it's always the first weekend, the first week, and the second weekend of October. That's when the fiesta is. So next year it's like the first through the ninth of October. And it's I really think that it's it seems like it's very important to try and get there early in the fiesta and stay for several days because if you ha- if there is a bad day of weather, you don't want that to have been the only day that you got to go and you missed out the whole thing. Yeah, definitely multiple days. And again, back to stay in your RV. That I can't stress enough. It was you're right. You you could miss out. There's some people who went just for one day and the winds had picked up and all they got to see was the baskets on the ground not even with the balloons right and they were shooting fire out of the flames which is i mean you know there's still that was fireworks kind of fun and, too yeah but it <laughs> but it's if you not spent all same. this 
all this time and effort and and planning and you and that's the only day you got to see it would be kind of i think it would be disappointing yeah i agree and but you know when the wind comes up they're very very careful about that it's for the safety of of everyone, the people on the ground, but you know, the ground crews, the pilots, the passengers, it's just, it's, you can't put those balloons up in high winds. No. Well, and, and something we didn't say before, one of the reasons that Albuquerque is such a great spot for this event is the winds are typically very predictable. So at a specific elevation the winds blow one way and then at another elevation they blow the other so you can you know experienced balloon pilots can go up and go one way and then go i don't remember if it's up or down and go the other way and i mean some of these pilots land and take off pretty much at the same spot the skill is is right. definitely there yes for they sure. are, they by the way rv life and lipper did offer a number of rvers rv content creators a chance to ride in the balloon but yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm not a heights kind of guy jason epperson will probably talk about that i know he got to go up yeah he did jason jason from rv miles did get to go up so our next tip our third tip if you're keeping count even though we didn't really explain the first two, that the first two were numbered <laughs> right our third tip is to if you've got an e-bike this is the perfect place for it it's pretty flat and like we said it's across the street but you know it's across the street the same way that las vegas casinos are next to each other (laughs) across the street is still a mile yeah yeah it's a ways and yeah so if you have an e-bike or just a bike bike it's great there are free shuttle buses going back and forth to the rv parking Mm -hmm. quite frequently but for example there was an rv club that was checking in and they just backed up the whole shuttle thing so right we missed a workshop that we wanted to go to because because we couldn't the shuttle couldn't get out of the rv parking lot and then again the buses only run certain times so if you would like to get to the field at 6 a.m to watch the launch you're either on the bus with the hundreds of other people or you just hop on your bike and get yourself over there i don't think that you can bring the bike into the launch area but there is a bike valet and a bike parking area and it's pretty close to the gate so it's not a problem to get your bike over there and then have it stored until you're ready to go again yeah exactly another reason you know we we talked about the rad power bike last week and i just love that stinking thing (laughs) So this tip one seems kind four. of this seems kind of obvious and nah, not really kind of simple, but but it has its pitfalls. And the tip is to buy your tickets online ahead of time because it is a money savings. However, the pitfall is if you buy a ticket ahead of time and then you don't go because they didn't launch or they didn't do the event at that point almost always they say it's still the ticket is still good for the next day or whatever or even i know like the very last morning people that had tickets they said that they would be accepted next year which is small consolation if you've planned this trip for five years and you can't come again next year (laughs) right so that comes with its caveat of do it early and plan to have a backup plan of coming in a day or even two days later absolutely number five is dress in layers yeah in the mornings it was 
pretty, pretty chilly. chilly. Yeah. But then middle of the day, at least this year, gosh, the weather was like, it's as if the Chamber of Commerce planned it. Yes. It was just spectacular. It was clear and beautiful. There was, I think, one day where they said it might rain. It didn't. It was just, gosh, the weather was, was fantastic. But it was also, you know, I mean, come on, it's October. You know that early mornings and late evenings, it's, it's cold, right. right? Yeah, for sure. So. so that leads into number six, which is Dawn Patrol. They call it Dawn Patrol. It starts at six o'clock every day. And that's when you get to watch the initial inflation of the balloons. They call them the envelopes. I call them the balloons, but the the official term for the big colorful blob part <laughs> is an envelope. The inflated is the envelope. bits. <laughs> and then around seven o'clock every morning, they do what is called mass ascension, and. That's when they launch. That's the only time of day that they launch. And mass ascension, in my mind, meant 400 balloons in the air all at one time. But no, it's not that. Balloons go up. It takes maybe maybe about an hour for all 400 of those balloons to get up in the air. But that's awesome because that means for an hour you're watching balloon after balloon after balloon. And it just, it's something that, like, yeah, I don't even want to try can't... to describe it because so many people described it to me. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then I saw it, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's hard to even explain. Yeah, it was just, I mean, the, the number of balloons, and not only just sheer numbers, but the shapes and colors. And, I mean, these, if you are a balloon owner, you have to have a sense of humor. Because <laughs> my favorite balloon of them all was literally this giant cow. And, Wait, you're jumping ahead. Oh, sorry. You're right. I'll, t I'll tell you more about that in a minute. And then, obviously, you know, the old what goes up must come down. Right. Well, a lot of the balloons landed right around all the RVs. Yeah, they just go up for a little while, and then they come back. And majority. Now, at first, I thought somebody had an emergency. But then... When I saw dozens of them landing in the same location, I realized sometimes that's all they want to do. They go up in the air, they ascend, they wave, whatever, and then they find their landing spot and they come back down. And it doesn't take very long. It's not like super, It's not like you're traveling for miles because if you don't catch those winds just right, how are you going to get back? Yeah, but uh, but yeah, they don't go far. But and it's well, you'll see the pictures. That but the pictures honestly don't do it justice. It is pretty doggone cool. Right. So you know, by about ten o'clock in the morning, that excitement has dissipated for the day, and then again around four or five, things start to pick up again. They start to reinflate those envelopes for the nighttime glow. And a lot of times they have a glow, and then they had fireworks several nights in a row. Those were really nice. I'm going to say I'm not a huge fireworks fan per se. You know, I've seen lots and lots of fireworks, mm -hmm. but there were some here that I hadn't seen before, and they were terrific. Yeah. So. And I want to see every single one always. So <laughs> I was out there, whether we were in camp or whether we were at friends' camps or whether we were right there on the lawn, I just had to watch the fireworks show. I like it. Yeah, it was. There was some like flaming things going on that were pretty impressive. <laughs> Number seven. Seven. So I feel like this is kind of a repeat, but some of it kind of bears repeating. 
one day at 7.34 in the morning, and remember ascension starts at 7, so this is half an hour after the balloons have already started going up, there was an announcement on the Facebook page that all the parking lots were full, and so they couldn't let anybody else park. So this is another reason to stay in the RV park, bring your e-bike, even if you have to stay in a hotel a couple miles away, an e-bike is still gonna be really useful to get you in without fighting all that parking and a lot of traffic. Yeah. And then the next day, they weren't even able to ascend, so some people were like turned away for parking, and then the people that parked didn't even get to see the balloons go up anyway. So, like I said, you don't want to plan to come for one day. You want to plan to be here for several days in a row so that if the weather doesn't cooperate, there's more and more of a chance that you'll actually get to see the balloons. Yeah, and again, RVing is, is the way to go with this. Well, that's why you listen to the Stressless Camping Podcast. Yeah. You know, that we talk about RVing, surprisingly. <laughs> Number eight, as I said, there were a lot of content creators there, including my buddy Matt Foxcroft from Matt's RV Reviews. And Matt flew in from, I think, Florida, wherever he flew in from. And he said he was not able to get a rental car or schedule an Uber or a Lyft. I think someone said about a million people attend this balloon fiesta. Wow. And Albuquerque's not a huge town. I mean, it you know, it, it's a good-sized town, but not a giant town. And so I would imagine that all of the Ubers and Lyfts and buses and rental cars and all of that are pretty doggone busy. And I know this year in particular... A lot of rental cars are just difficult to come by sure. because the rental car fleets sold off during the pandemic. <laughs> and, of course, you and I all know how challenging it can be to buy a car now or any vehicle. Right. So Matt was lucky enough to get an electric bike for a little while. Yeah, he got an electric bike, but he also got people to go pick him up at the airport right. and such. <laughs> and it was good to spend time with Matt. As it was. Always. It was fun. So Tony almost gave away number yeah, eight number nine. number nine a few minutes ago. There is what is called the special shape rodeo. So if you just picture in your mind the typical hot air balloon, yeah. you know, it looks like a bubble, right, that's pointed it at the bottom. It looks like a hot air balloon. <laughs> looks like a hot air balloon. <laughs> it looks well, like the mic I'm holding in my hand right now. For two or three days in a row, and again, if you're limited for time these might be the days that you want to try to attend and hope that the weather cooperates they call it the special shape rodeo and the balloons that aren't just <laughs> plain old balloon shaped go up so the first morning of <laughs> special <laughs> shapes so tony uh, peggy was in the camper making coffee uh, no i was still in bed were you okay yeah i was still in bed and tony steps Jeez. out of the camper and says Whoa, there's a cow. And you might have thought, oh, there's like a balloon-shaped thing with a cow or, drawn yeah, or on it. Or painted like a, a cow or something. Oh, so no. I jump up and I hop out of the camper <laughs> and there is a massive, it's got to be three or four times the size of a regular hot air balloon. <laughs> Not only that. And it was floating right over us. fully cow-shaped. Fully cow-shaped. With cow -shaped. four legs and horns and, and a tail and an udders. And, and oh, other parts. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was yeah there was a time that it was facing away from us and it was it was somebody went through anatomically a correct. <laughs> well i mean not like in a naughty way but no no but it's still like i mean this it thing could have was caused its own methane how's that yeah there you, wow good good call there it was yeah i was my favorite balloon just because i mean can you imagine you're like in the market for a balloon and you're like you know, you go to like Fred's balloon <laughs> manufacturing and you're like, hey, Fred, I, do I don't want different? Your, I want something different. And Fred's like, well, how different? And he goes, I want a cow and I want the cow to have hooves and legs and horns and a cow head. And I want it to be tail. four times your normal size. <laughs> and udders. <laughs> you know, so if this we... were a joke, I'd be milking it. But Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. So we saw dragons and sloths. And, <laughs> yeah, and Darth Vader penguins. and Yoda. Oh, Yoda and Darth Vader. All, like I said, not just painted or whatever colored to look like those, but in the shape of a Yoda head, in the shape yeah. of Darth Vader's helmet. We saw Humpty Dumpty both right side up and upside That's down. That's right, yes. There was one like balloon that was, what were they like? Jesters. Jesters. Yeah, and it had three faces on it. Yeah, like, a three face jester. So those days, and I think there were two or three days in a row that those were kind of really featured and that was really fun and then those also were part of the glow at night so then you got to see the giant cow all lit up <laughs> <laughs> there was smiley facebook i it's uh, the, yeah. the so there were other there were other days incredible. you know they have days of competitions where I, I know one of the competitions was while you're in the air you drop a I don't know, a silk ribbon or something, and you have to make it land in a bucket on the ground from wherever hundreds of feet you are up, and landing competitions and all that. They have a, a day that's the Flight of Nations. They have a kid's special day. They had remote control balloons that were on demonstration. So, oh, and, and before the fireworks at night, there were skydivers. There's just all kinds of stuff going on. Like I said, some things are only on a certain days. So, Find the schedule, figure out how you can spend three, four, or nine days, yeah. <laughs> and really make the best of it. And Albuquerque is one heck of a city. I, I just dig it. The restaurants, the vibe. Not having really spent time here before, we really, really like Albuquerque yeah. Yeah, uh, quite do. a bit. More on that to come. <laughs> The last tip that I have is because of the traffic and because everyone wants to go to the park at four or five or six o'clock in the morning and they want to go to the park at four or five o'clock in the afternoon, it's not a good idea to try to drive the wrong direction. Yeah. They really block traffic and they, they let people only go a certain way. And there was a night that we had just, we kind of had had enough. We had a lot of work to do in town and we were coming back and we were going the wrong direction to get to camp. And they said, you can only turn right. And we said, but our campground's right there to the left. And so a couple of times we had to drive around the block to get where we wanted to be. They do their best to manage the traffic. They but do. It's and they do a easy. good job, but yes, we just do. wanted to go where we weren't supposed to, where where nobody else wanted to go, and it confused everybody. So Right. Well, most of the RVers are going to the Balloon Fiesta and not leaving to go do the uh, laundry. upload a website <laughs> or a podcast or whatever. Yeah, So it can get, the streets can get pretty crowded. But if you're just going to and from Balloon Fiesta or staying at the RV park, it's all good in yeah. the neighborhood. So this year, as Tony mentioned, RV Life and Lippert were the sponsors. 
Yeah, they were the the principal are, sponsors. Yep, they did do some RV seminars and some RV related things, and I think that they are planning to do a lot more next year. I am not intentionally being sneaky. I don't know the details. All I know is stay tuned because they are talking about having a bigger presence and letting the RVers have more of a a presence and a activities and things for RVers during the day during Balloon Fiesta. Yeah. So that is Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta. Yeah, and next year is the 50th year. Right. So if you're going to attend, it's probably going to be super deluxe next year. Probably, a, yeah, start planning now because I don't know. We really, like I said, we lucked into it and we hadn't, I didn't think we'd be able to get anywhere near the city. And we got really lucky and got to get into the RV park. And so, like today, I need to find out how that happens and make sure that we get our space for next year. Indeed. Well, we have the question of the week. And last week... Last week, we asked about mattresses. If you love the mattress that came with your RV or if you replaced it or if you topped it. And a lot of people... Tom and Marie and Brenda and Liz and Wendy and William and Toby. I feel like I'm romper room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've got the spinny mirror right right. in front of you. (laughs) They all added toppers, as we did. And then Mary added a topper, and she also has a Froley system, which I had not heard of. Yeah, that's what I've seen that in a lot of RVs that I've written reviews of. Mm. It's essentially like plastic springs for lack of a better description and so in theory it adds a springiness to the mattress but it's not as deep as springs i think it came out of germany or something like that for example some winnebago's the airstream atlas uh, uh, some of the higher end class b vans and c's have it but it's kind of it's neat yeah so it's not a metal coil spring like typically in a in a regular mattress it's kind of a springy because of its shape yeah plastic and they kind of snap together so you know the, the great thing about being for rv beds is if you've got cut corners or short queens or whatever you don't have to worry about having to cut it off because what you do is just don't assemble <laughs> as far. <laughs> right. So and it's very light, too. That's the other nice thing. Yeah. So I don't think that it's necessarily an addition that you put under a spring mattress because you've already got springs. So maybe all those memory foam mattresses, right? That's a thing now that you buy online and they puff up in their eight inch thick memory foam or whatever. I think it's it works well for those and it also puts a little bit of an air gap underneath the mattress so that you don't end up with condensation under your mattress. Yep. Absolutely. Lori said she was lucky enough to have gotten one that had an upgraded mattress and Pat and Jane both replaced their mattresses. When I worked at the dealership, what we would do is if people didn't want the mattress that came with the RV, there was a women's shelter nearby and I would take the mattresses to them. Oh, the other part of the question that Tony asked was, would you like to have your RV just not come with a mattress? And a couple of people said yes, but here's my thinking of that. In days when you can order your RV and it'll come just what you want, that's fine. But right now, with such a high demand, can you imagine trying to get just the mattress you want when you can't even get an RV that has 
the two air conditioners that should have come yeah. with it or yeah, whatever. But, but I would imagine that companies like Tokta and, and all those companies that make mattresses for RVs, it would be, you know, you order it online and I'm sure you know, okay, I'm getting a... I'm getting a blobbity blue RV. Right. And it's got this size mattress. Sure. And you just go online and, you know, two days later, you're cutting it open in the RV and it's expanding itself or whatever. Yeah. I haven't really tried to shop for a mattress because we just bought a mattress topper for this. And we it's been years that we've had a Comfort Air, which is like a sleep number type mattress in our house. I don't know the availability of... RV size mattresses or, you know, I have a cutout on this corner or I have, it just seems like such a variety of answers that buying a mattress seems difficult. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And what I could imagine was like the dealership having a warehouse of mattresses, like, okay, here's your RV. The mattress isn't in it. Do you want a firm? Do you want a memory foam do you want a this do you want a this and then they have like that in every size and imagine the nightmare of trying to maintain a a mattress inventory (laughs) yeah i don't know i think it would work out but yeah my thinking is rvs should just not come with a mattress at all i mean you buy a house it doesn't come with a mattress or a box spring (laughs) yeah but you get normal sizes true but uh yeah (laughs) <laughs> I don't think it's that big a deal. But whatever, whatever. If the industry starts to do it, I'll embrace it because, you know, why wouldn't I? Right. So this week I wanted to know what kind of souvenirs you collect as you go on your travels. You know, we're in a small space and I don't know about you, but we don't have very much space that holds magnets. So magnets are kind of not a good There's souvenir. nothing metal in this trailer. Right? Well, the hood vent. Yeah, I guess so. And, you know, so we have a pile of stickers and, you know, we have some different things and we'll talk more about that. But this week, I want you to tell me what you collect as a souvenir from the places that you visit. And you can do so in our fun and friendly Facebook group. That's the place to weigh in. And we have over a thousand folks in there and it's pretty friendly and pretty cordial. And that Facebook group is called the Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. Tony, don't you have a little maintenance reminder for us? I do have. You know, as we get sort of where some folks are starting to think about winterizing, let's say you're taking your battery out or doing anything where you're going to disassemble. You know, we all have our smartphones with us nowadays. Take lots of pictures of things before they have been taken apart so you know how they go back together when it's time to put them back together. Yeah, like people who have to take their batteries out so they don't freeze and they put them in the garage and then you go to put it back in and you're like, oh, was this to the left or to the right? Yeah, and you would think, oh, well, the red cable, you know, red cable's positive, black cable's negative. I've seen lots of RVs where they don't, both the cables are black and you're like, that stinks. So, (laughs) you know, sometimes... It helps to have a label maker and that kind of thing. But photos really, or what if there are three wires I've seen where there's a black, a white, and a red. And, you know, if you know electricity, you theoretically know where those are supposed to go. But there are V's, and that's not always the case. So take pictures. It'll last longer. Yeah. And I believe you might also have a gadget report. I do have. So if you're like us and you have the traditional folding 
stairs on your RV, like a travel trailer or whatever, we got a Lippard Solid Stance Step Stabilizer. Boy, that's difficult to say. To say. Blah. <laughs> this thing is sort of two little legs that fold up into the bottom step. And when you deploy your steps, they come down and extend so that the step, the solid stance step feet <laughs> are, <laughs> are literally touching the ground. Mm -hmm. So when you walk up what had been very wiggly. Kind of free hanging. Yeah, because they're mounted to the chassis or the underside of the RV. And boy, these solid stance step stabilizers really do make those steps solid as a rock because they are resting on the ground now. Right. So we actually had cracked our steps. And when I had some welds done on our trailer, I had those welded. And these solid stance step stabilizers really are going to solve that problem. So yeah. you walk up and they're as solid as house steps. And of course, we'll put a link to those in our, yeah, guess what? In our notes. But also, I just want to say that Having kind of knees that don't always feel like doing what I need them to do going downstairs, it feels just a lot more stable. I don't feel like I'm, like sometimes my knees will give out and I'll land so hard on that step that I feel like I'm going to break it off of the trailer. And now I don't because it's another step touching the ground. They really feel a lot better to use in addition to the safety of them and and keeping them from breaking yep makes a big difference and i think that thing is 40 or 50 bucks it is absolutely money well spent now may i say mm -hmm. i like this solution a lot better than those new step oh, yeah. systems that are in most of the rvs that have to fold up as a step system inside the door yeah and you have to fold them down to get in and you have to have enough room next to the rv to fold them down and i just really like this solution a lot better than those new i, I really don't like those new steps that everybody's putting in right the steps that swing down uh, and are attached to the floor of the trailer i like the solidity of those steps sure but i don't like that they fold back up inside the rv you can't really open them in a tight space there's no quick getting in and out so I would I, I like our traditional steps with the Lippert Solid Stance Step Stabilizer. <laughs> Plus someone told me that they let a frog in on the steps. And then when they went in the next time, they found the frog that had ridden in on the steps that are stored inside the trailer. I had not heard that. Uh, and that's pretty wacky. Doesn't make me excited about that. Absolutely. So, you know, you can get all of these show notes and all of that in our once a week newsletter. And did you know... Our newsletter is free. Wow, that's a deal and a half. So yeah. we've got stories, videos, podcasts, other things around the RV world that we share. And we only do it once a week and we never share your information with anyone else. Nope. So you can find out how to join our mailing list on our website if, you're, if it's your first visit there or if you've been. But also you'll get a pop-up that says... 
join our newsletter. But if you've been multiple times, as I have, <laughs> and click that box to say, stop bothering me, it's pretty much on the bottom of every page. You can sign up for our weekly email newsletter and join our little family. Right. And while you're on the website, after you sign up for the newsletter, you can check out our deals and discounts page. Yep. There's lots of great deals on the things you will want in the RV space. Including our new discount code, STRESSLESS, for 25% off RV life. Yeah, it's the latest discount, but we've got a couple more we're working on. Yes. And of course, if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, it's, it's free. free! You can subscribe on any podcast catcher. And yep. don't forget... We are always saving a seat for you around our virtual campfire. And of course, if you would be so kind, a review will help others find this podcast. And the more listeners that we get, the better the guests will be. And it really does help you help us <laughs> to do an ever better job with the reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are. Once again, we really appreciate being in your ears this week. And wherever you're listening to us, we hope you're having some... Happy camping! We hope you learned a lot, had some fun, and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping!